Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. is the phone number and it's BB and you find yourself in the middle on AM 680 WRKO. Simple question for you. Are you watching Trump's daily White House press briefings? Yes or no? Uh, There's a reason why I asked this. The Wall Street Journal has an opinion column today. Now, the Wall Street Journal generally you would think would be semi-pro-Trump, but they're ripping Trump today and they're ripping these briefings. I'll read some of that to you in a second. But number one, are you watching the briefings if so, why? If so, if not, why not? Number two, grade the president in these press briefings. The Wall Street Journal would give him, it would appear a D at least, if not an F. But what did you make of Trump in particular in these press briefings? 617-266-6868. I want to discuss it with you. You are the voice of Boston, so let's go to the phones. Rob's in the car. Rob, you're first on this one here in RKO. VB, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Rob. I mean, I'm driving hands-free, so if it sounds crazy, it's it's because of the weather. Hey, listen, this TV thing is the best thing ever. P.T. Barnum Live. It just shows, it exposes how fake the fake news is. When the person asks him the question, he's so much smarter than those people are. I have a question for you, uh, VB. Uh, number one, what, what's the story of the Hobo Hotel down in South Boston that Marty Walsh is putting together? And number two is this question. Do you think it's kind of funny that we have all these government hospitals in this area and you haven't heard a peep out of them? What's the story? And I want to know what the real numbers are, BB. I don't trust these guys with their numbers. You can't say, hey, uh, uh, this guy died and he's part, you know, he's part of the flu. We have 8,400 people a day die every day in the United States last year. This is just the flu. Sorry to tell you that. And don't smoke because that just came out that that's a killer too with this thing. Rob, get back to driving. Appreciate the call, man. You put a lot on the table right there. <laughs> I, did that not amaze you, Lightning? The, uh, let's start with the last part. They put out the thing yesterday that smoking and vaping may make you vulnerable to this. I feel like, okay, thanks, Captain Obvious. Like, do, where have you been? I, I honestly, like. <laughs> Who doesn't know we that? We talked about this at least a month ago because if you remember at the time, people were talking about whether Italy was the blueprint for us, South Korea, and everyone kept saying Italy. And what I kept telling you was the thing about Italy is they smoke at a ridiculously high rate. In fact, the latest statistics there is something like 40% of the medical field in Italy are smokers. That was number one. And number two, they have some of the worst air pollution in the world, specifically Milan, which was a wicked hot spot. Two things we knew right from the start was this is a respiratory illness. It causes you to have trouble breathing. And what can cause trouble breathing? Smoking and bad air. That's why I always said I think Italy is not something that you go, oh, as goes Italy, so goes the United States. Because 
Italy had those. And yet yesterday, people are just getting wind of smoking is bad for you when it comes to coronavirus. It makes you more vulnerable. No kid. Anything that affects your lungs. That's why obesity does. It squeezes your lung capacity. Anything that affects the lungs is going to make you vulnerable to this thing because this thing attacks the lungs. I was shocked that that came out. Meanwhile, Rob says he is absolutely watching Trump's daily press briefings. Are you? 617-266-6868. Reggie's in Tewksbury. Reggie, you're next here on RKO. Uh, Can you hear me okay? I got you, Reggie. Yep. Uh, Because Bluetooth isn't that great. Anyways, I've been watching it regularly. Um, I feel like Trump has done a phenomenal job. I mean, he gets up and speaks on the subjects that he knows something about, and he defers to the people that are the experts in the field. So he's not supposed to be negative about this, and the press is trying to get him to turn to the negative side. And he, he said the other day that I, I'm supposed to be this company's cheerleader. I'm not trying to bring the country down. So maybe he says things in a, in a, in a way that appears to be, uh, you know, he's expressing an opinion that really isn't backed up by fact, but I just think he's trying to keep people positive. He's done a phenomenal job, and, and, I, and the press is ridiculous because they're always trying to gotcha every time he's at, at, at these briefings, trying to get him to refer to a quote that he might have made two or three months ago. You know, the other, as a sidebar, the other point about the World Health Organization, I understand Bill Gates is the second largest donor, so, uh, and he's building hospitals. It, it's really kind of interesting when you get the whole Tetris and Gates and the World Health Organization. But anyway, I just think Trump's presidential strong, and if it wasn't for his organizational skills as a leader of a big company, I don't think we would have pulled this all together with the things he's trying to do, structuring with the ventilators and all other things. So that's about all I have to say. I want to laud Trump. He's a great president. As I'm concerned, he's the best we've had in a long, long time. Reggie, I appreciate the call, and I appreciate the sentiments. Look, one of the things with me on this is, and I know we got a break, Lightning, but give me 60 seconds. What do you want Trump to do? And I know the Wall Street Journal. He's got to be very friendly in tone. He's got to just give out the information. Do you, do you want just Mike Pence running these? Because do you know who's not going to watch it if it's just Mike Pence? Everybody. One of the things about Trump is whether you like him or not, He's causing people to tune in that otherwise wouldn't. And you know what happens when they're tuning in? They're getting the information. When, when Mike Pence tells you you got to stay at home and you got to wash your hands and you got to social distance, maybe one out of ten people that hear that when Trump says it are hearing it. It's not a knock on Mike Pence. But there isn't only one way to do this thing, number one. And number two, if the way Trump does it is a little ruder and cruder than you would like, so what? He's getting the message to people that need to get the message. I, you know what it is, Lightning, for me? I always tell you, water finds its level. I feel like we're starting to do that now with coronavirus, where the press is now back to, you know what, we just hate Trump. It doesn't matter what it is. We're going to do our combat thing. Trump hates the press. He's back to where he is, and he's going to spar with them, sometimes rightly, sometimes wrongly. And we just complain about the guy. But I I don't understand. You used to hate that the White House never did press briefings. Now they're doing them every day, and you rip on the press briefings. 
I, it can't be all of those things are right. You're never happy. You're never satisfied. What I know is within these two hours, and I think these are way too long, by the way, but within the two hours, you are getting the latest that they have. So what's the problem? You are getting the information. 617-266-6868. Are you watching Trump's daily press briefings? I'll tell you why the Wall Street Journal hates him when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle right here on RKO. She keeps them always in a pretty cabinet. Are you watching President Trump's daily White House press briefing? Uh, the Wall Street Journal today. I'll go over this real quick, Lightning, and then we'll get back to the phones. As an opinion column. Uh, by the editorial board, it's an op-ed of the Wall Street Journal. The headline is Trump's Wasted Briefings. In the column, they say, quote, The briefings began as a good idea to educate the public about the dangers of the virus, how Americans should change their behavior, and what the government is doing to combat it. But sometime in the last three weeks, Mr. Trump seems to have concluded that the briefings could be a showcase for him. Perhaps he resented the media adulation over uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo. Whatever the reason, the briefings are now all about the president. And so their point is that these things are useless, a waste of time, and we shouldn't be watching them anymore. Are you watching them, and are you enjoying them? 617-266-6868. Jack's up in New Hampshire. Jack, you're next on RKO. Hello. Hey, Jack. Yeah, I watch him every day. From start to finish? Me? From start to finish? Nah, I, I like the best part when the, uh, when the when the reporters all try get you and he goes right at them. That's that's the main thing. But the be the reason we, if he doesn't do these these briefings every day, the Democrats are going to come up with all this propaganda and more lies. I mean, you know what I mean. So he's got to do them till till we get this thing solved. Will you be watching tonight, Jack? I will. Hey, VB, I got a question for you too. Well, hold on. Um, one more how much you? you think? Uh, how much you think Bernie Sanders took for a payoff this time to drop out? Last time he took six six hundred and sixty to buy that camp in Vermont. How much you think he took this time? Uh, none. I look. There are times when you, we've been doing this. Come on, VP. Jack. Jack. The late Come Kenny on. Rogers had it right. Socialist. Come on. This is his retirement. <laughs> this is his, this is his last one out the He's door. He's don't don't forget, Jack. That six hundred and sixty thousand dollar little summer camp, as he called it. A lot of people yeah, over six hundred and sixty thousand dollar camps. No, he there, there was no path forward for him, and he was serving no purpose. And what he made Wisconsin do? Right, how much? How much of his campaign money do you think he's going to return? Okay, but is that, that going to disappear? Is that going to disappear in territory, one of his exactly. wife's businesses or something? Look, I, I don't like Bernie any more than you do, Jack, and he was late to the party on this and didn't realize as much as anybody else did that he needs to get out of this thing, but he finally did, and so good. I appreciate the call, Jack, by the way, 617-266-6868. Kathy's from Revere. Kathy, you're next on RKO. Hi, VB. How are you today? Hey, Kathy. VB, you know, my question is about President Trump. Mayor Marty Walsh, Governor Charlie Baker, and my mayor, Brian Arigio. You know, they're starting more pandemonium, people being more scared, you know, to go out of their houses to get fresh air. I understand that you're supposed to, you know, make sure that you're, you know, six feet apart from people. But, you know, you see people getting arrested at the local market basket. You know, are, are these people, like, you know, doing more hysteria and harm to us than any good? And, like, are they hooked on phonics? from the behavior and the things that they're not accurate about on a day-to-day -day basis. 
So I, that's kind of the million-dollar question, Kathy. I mean, one thing that we're going to get into a little bit next hour is there's now 16 and a half million people on unemployment that were not or that are out of work that were not out of work three weeks ago. Meanwhile, you've got 15,000 dead. So 15,000 dead, over 16 million out of work. Do those numbers satisfy you that what we're doing is worth it and that this was the way we had to do it? That's sort of the the key question in all of this and will forever be the question that we're going to ask, no matter how this goes, is did we have to go to the level that we had to go to? Did we have to end businesses? Did we have to cause so many people to lose their jobs? And did we have to shut as much down as we did? And by extension, then, did the politicians believe everything that they said or did they do the parenting thing, which is sometimes you tell your kid the consequences are going to be 10 times worse than they actually are if they don't do what you want them to do. But they knew all along that it was never going to be that. And those are the questions that we may never know the answer to. I appreciate the call, Kathy. 617-266-6868. More calls on this in a minute, and we will branch out to that other question I just posed. Let's get a 60-second check of headlines first. Right here on WRKO. Who's the bigger threat to America's election security, Russia or China? In my opinion, it's China. Well, I'd love to open with a big bang, one beautiful country and just open. Schools will remain closed for the rest of the academic year, but that doesn't mean learning is stopping in Pennsylvania. Now, do you think with this, there's a possibility, if the, do- if the doctors let us, that we could be open for business in the month of May? I, I do, Jim. I don't think we ever should ever shake hands ever again, to be honest with you. Not only would it be good to prevent coronavirus disease, it probably would decrease the incidence of influenza dramatically in this country. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing in on time. I don't think you would. I don't think you would. Go ahead. Do you have a question? I'll take a look. Is that Joe Exotic? That's Joe Exotic. Hour number two of VB in the middle on AM 680 WRKO on this Thursday. By the way, Lightning, it is a big boy Thursday. Uh, Shattuck can't join us today. Cosmo can. He will in about 10 minutes. Uh, I want to talk to him about some of the business aspects you heard in your open there, Lightning. That's Jim Kramer asking Steve Mnuchin about, Mnuchin about the possibility of business opening in May and him saying, yeah, I think that's possible. That's one of the questions we're going to discuss. Do you think that's possible? Do you think it's imperative I mean, that's the way another person would have asked the same question. In the meantime, a couple of things that are on the table right now. One, are you watching Trump's daily press briefings? The Wall Street Journal say says they're terrible and Trump has ruined them because he's made them all about him. So are you watching them and do you like them? I will say this quickly, lightning. Yep. If, as I read the Wall Street Journal editorial this morning, my thought to them was, What are you not getting out of the press briefings that you wish you were? Because what I got yesterday was I got all the stats. I got the guarded optimism. I did get Trump at one point talking about, man, the the people that have died, while this number's a lot lower than we want it, there are people that are dying and it's horrible. He hadn't been saying that, but he did yesterday. Mm. And I appreciated that. Yeah. you're getting all the information that you want. You may not like the manner in which Trump. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gets it out there or that he, you know, in between your bits of information, he also does look at me stuff. But so what? Yeah, beggars can't be choosers. Well, it's not even that. It's like there isn't just one way that stuff has to be done. And what you ultimately want is information. He's giving you information every single day. I mean, Cuomo does the same thing. Cuomo's things are too long. Are you ripping him? He's got too many people there. They're saying the same thing every day. I mean, the Wall Street Journal's point is that this should be about beating the coronavirus. Okay, well, do you want to hear Fauci and Burks every single day get up there and say, social distance, keep your foot on the throttle, wash your hands, Purell, don't get near people. Like, we know that, and we've heard it over and over again, and we're going to hear it over and over again. If that's all you want, there's almost no reason to run a daily press briefing. Just do that on Monday and then roll the tape every day. Yes, Trump's going to bring some Trump flair to the thing, and some of it's going to be good, some of it's going to be bad, some of it might even be ugly. So what? So what? He is the president. He can deliver the news in any fashion that he wants. And if you don't like it, then you got to decide, like CNN's deciding, is the, is the value there such that we'll put up with it and actually get it to the people? Or are we so important and disgusted by this that we're not even going to let the people get the information? And that's the thing that I don't get, that people are saying, yeah, you know what, I'm out on these Trump pressers because they're all about Trump. So what? The information's in there. Why wouldn't you watch them? 617-266-6868. Back to the phones. Uh, let's head to Melrose. Gary is there. Gary, start us off in hour number two. Hi, BB. Um, I think Donald Trump is doing a great job with the uh, news conferences as well as Mike Pence. And they should continue. Do you watch him every day? I do. I watch every day, and I think um, if he didn't do those news conferences, I think there'd be a lot of fake news and people would be misled, and they wouldn't get the uh, information um, and, and be left in the dark. So I, I really do believe that they're doing a great job. Mike Pence is awesome. Donald Trump, he's awesome. And uh, without them, I think this thing would be a lot worse. And so uh, they're doing a great job. Do you watch and also, the- hey, BB, I was uh, Hold I'm on, sorry. Gary. Do you watch the uh, Andrew Cuomo pressers every day? Um, I, I listen on the radio sometimes in the car if I'm in the car, but I I, I do listen to him. Uh, you know, I do I do watch to see what he has to say. How about Baker? But I think he. How about uh, Baker and or Marty Walsh? I do. I do uh, tune into them. Good. Um, good, you know, good but and I, good. Think, uh, Mark, I think Mark. I think you know. I think that uh, you know they are. Doing the best job they can, I guess. And, you know, I was just going to mention, uh, why don't you have Howie Carr come on for a couple segments during the week? Like maybe for like five minutes or so. I'd be happy to, always. Yeah, you get him from three to seven, Gary, but I'd be happy to have Howie on always. He knows that. I think it'd be a great, like, call-in, you know, to do like a like a segment maybe once or twice, <laughs> you know, a week. <laughs> I'm laughing only because Howie's hearing you going, 
I'm going to, Howie, the number is 617-266-6868. Yeah. No, the thing about Howie is, Gary, he's prepping his own show, right? He's right now trying to get guests and, and do the work that he needs to do on a daily basis. Uh, keep Taylor and uh, Grace in line, et cetera. So he's doing what he's got to do to get his show done. But, of course, Howie can be on anytime. I'm happy to have Howie on always. I appreciate the call, right. Gary. 617-266-6868. Joe is in Millis. Joe, you're next on RKO. Hey, VB, thanks for taking my call. Hey, Joe. Um, My topic is the comparison that they're starting to do with 9-11 and the coronavirus deaths in New York City. Yeah. Which pretty much is uh, troublesome to me because, you know, years after 9-11, we heard of the tragic deaths of people dying from the air quality and Mm -hmm. the respiratory problems that were caused by 9-11. And every time they compare it, it kind of diminishes um, the tragic deaths on 9-11. But um, I'd like to know how many people in New York City are dying from the after effects of 9-11 and the coronavirus has finally taken them out. Yeah, well, I look, the, the thing about the comparison between – I've had this discussion with a lot of people. Uh, Michelle McPhee, for example. By the way, happy birthday, Michelle McPhee. I think her birthday was yesterday. Um, she she got very upset at the 9-11 comparisons. My view on that is anytime they're, – they're different things. I mean, one was a terrorist attack. One is a, a pandemic. And how you react to them is going to be different. How their long-term ramifications are going to be are going to be different. There isn't – like, there's no cure for what happened on 9-11, Right. There, there can be a cure for what's going on right now, and hopefully we get it very soon. Um, but also, it there is minimizes- like stress and strain on the system that there after 9-11 that there is right now. The decisions are very different that are being made, and the thought process as you approach these things are very different. For example, when you raise money to help people after 9-11, you knew exactly who it was going to. When you do it here... You can do it to go to first responders. You can do it to people who have lost their lives. You can do it to people who are out of work. It's a lot of different ways, different angles that you're focusing on. They're very different things. There's just, it's it's hard to compare them. I don't care what the death numbers are here. It's never going to diminish, diminish the 3,000 deaths on 9-11 for me. And they're just, they're not comparable in that respect to me, Joe. Numbers no, like that. Numbers and no, comparisons like that don't mean much. Yeah, but not comparable. But sure, you know some some of the deaths that are going on now, sure could be attributed to the 9/11 attacks and could the be. respiratory problems yeah. it caused on people that we heard about dying throughout the years in the past of respiratory problems caused by 9/11. And I just like to know, you know, you'll never know on that. You can't know because that's almost an un. Uh, you know, how do you arrive at that number, and how do you know whether someone at this people point... that had respiratory problems soon after the nine eleven attack, and uh, I know, but were then able was, to was cling the person on. a smoker? Was the just generically living in nine in New York as a general rule? Never mind after nine eleven. Does that give you respiratory issues over time, et cetera, et cetera? I mean, they have a lot more smog than we would up here in Boxford, for example. So, no, I appreciate the call, Joe. I think it's. My thing on that is 9-11 was 9-11. Coronavirus is coronavirus. And what I mean by that is I could live to be 500 years old, and I will remember 9-11, and I will remember it for what it was, and I will also remember coronavirus. They are two things that have absolutely changed our life. Lightning, you just you talked about it at the top of the show. You may not shake hands with people anymore. 
That's because of coronavirus. The way we fly on airplanes and the way we travel is forever changed because of what happened on 9-11, among a million other things. They both have changed your life inexorably. The day before 9-11, we lived one way, and then on 9-12, we lived a different way. That's going to be true of coronavirus whenever the time frame is. And for that, they both rise to the level of OMG. Below that, comparing numbers and facts and figures and, oh, relief efforts for 9-11 versus relief efforts. I don't know. I, I don't see a lot of value in that. And I don't see any reason to compare it that way. You can compare leadership styles and things along those lines. Fine. But actual hard stats and figures, they, they don't mean that much to me that way. 617-266-6868. Steve is in Braintree. I haven't heard from Steve in a couple of days. Hey, Steve. Buddy, it's it's. Don't you remember it's Swedish, Steve? I told uh, I was going to give you a pass on Swedish that, Steve, Steve, the other day because you you heinously attacked me when I was unable to defend myself. But I, let me ask: Is it okay now to question, which I did last week, giving us great radio, by the way? Uh, and you were very upset with me, but now we're going to question these decisions. I'm so now it's okay. Well, I, I'm not because well, uh, okay, I so was questioning decisions. I'm not questioning. I'm still not questioning decisions, Steve, because there is no. You have no alternative. This was the same as last week. Whoa, you whoa, have to whoa, do whoa. What, what do you mean we have no alternative? Hold on. Dr. Burks and Fauci lied at yesterday's press conference. The IMHE models assumed social distancing. She flat out lied, and you know it, and no one called her out on it. And the numbers are heinously exponentially off. Well, it's just awful. To they make are off. Decisions. There's could no doubt done, about it. However. Hold on. Could we have picked a Swedish model and done targeted but shutdowns? But Sweden's not and doing the Swedish model now, Hold Steve. Hold on. No. Is this, is this, wait, is this getting into nursing homes? Because last yes. time I checked, we can't even protect them. Is it, it is. Yes. Massachusetts so this, is so particularly vulnerable So what did this shutdown of the entire economy with 16 million people out of work, what did it accomplish? Well, so this is what you, this is why I was mad at you last week, Steve, which is one of the questions that you are forever going to have to ask is, did social distancing, did shutting stuff down make numbers go from a million to whatever the number is going to be? And we don't know what that number is yet. You guys want to live in real time and then evaluate stuff in real time when you can't possibly know. For example, this thing can come back hard next week, Steve, but you're acting like you know the result. We're already at the end of the tunnel for you. And you do this every time. Are you, with maybe, hold on. Are you, are you paying? Hold on. Are you paying attention to the ages in the demographics yes. on the mass website of the people that are passing yes. away from this? Yes, it is so exactly could we have what they made, said two hold months on, ago. Could we have made a decision? Hold on. Could we have made a decision to completely seal off that ask risk, at risk, put all of our resources into sealing off those people completely for 45 days? Absolutely. Yes. Testing everyone who touches. Would that have been a better decision, BB? We don't know yet. It could, could have we been. See, could we see lower numbers of the elderly dying? Because it's in... The assisted living and the nursing homes now, our system accomplished nothing. It's still there. It's still killing these people. So you've got 60 million people who possibly 50% of whom could be mildly to zero symptomatic and could have gone on living their lives, assuming they stayed away from the elderly, and this thing would have run its course. And, yes, we would have been stretched to the limit like New York, but certainly not overwhelmed. And what about all the people in the medical profession who are being laid off and have their pay cut? because we're not doing any of the medical facility uh, treatments. So you have three choices here. decisions, BB. In your world where it's always either or, because that's what you love to do, and then you always love to take the or, because it's hard to disprove what wasn't done. But let's talk about this for a second. 
let's add in a, a third choice, Steve. You could have done nothing, which is apparently what you want. You could have done everything, which is what we're doing now. Or you could have done some version in the middle where businesses could stay open, but we all got to sort of pick and choose and be trusted that we're going to limit. We're going to put up face screens everywhere and, and plexiglass, and people are going to go about their business that way. Are you telling me, Steve, that, A, you would have chosen option A, which is no, not doing anything? I tell you what I would have done. I would have sealed off the at-risk people completely, used our military and our MASH hospitals in the same way we did with the USS Comfort and sealed those places off nationwide like he ordered doing. And then I would have let targeted locations completely shut down and kept the rest of the economy running with masks, gloves, and social distancing. Yes, that could have worked, VB. It could have. been an option. And you know definitively that people out of work. But you know definitively that that would work. Well, this isn't working, VB, because the models are all off, and we still get it in our nursing homes. So what did this accomplish? Well, again, what it accomplishes in Massachusetts right now, what's the number? 433, I think. Do you think if we did nothing that the number would be 433? I think it would be maybe slightly less if we had kept this out of the nursing homes and assisted living. Yes, I do. I think if we had done that approach, this would be considerably less. It could have been less. It also could have been 10 times more, right? That is possible. But not based on who's passing away from this, BB. Even in New York City, it's not happening. But one of the reasons Children why it's not happening. Children and the young are not getting this. But, Steve, you could argue that one of the reasons why it's not happening is because of what we've been doing for a month. You seem to but not want to acknowledge that. Because we're still getting new cases. Okay, but like Washington, for example. Washington shut stuff down very early. Washington didn't explode like people were predicting. But it's... Is it because they shut everything down or because this virus is nothing like you would have us believe? No, I'm telling you that we aren't testing the general public, so we don't know. Because we're not well, we are now, and we're, we're getting more numbers no, we're not. every we, we, day. But... Not, enough, not enough to make the – and we don't have an antibody test to see who already had this. I mean, I'll if you double the numbers you, of positives, if Steve, you double break, the number but... of positives, assuming 50% are, are asymptomatic – you're down around a 0.9% mortality rate, not 2.3%. This was always where it was at the beginning of this thing, and then there was some scare stuff going on. But you last week wanted to say Sweden's the model, and by, by extension, Japan too. But one thing we've seen on both of those fronts is Sweden is now not doing the Sweden model. So something happened in Sweden that made Sweden say, yeah, you know what, maybe we switch up what we're doing because we're really worried. In fact, the, the head of Sweden said two days ago, we're about to see really awful times ahead. So Sweden did that for like a month longer than anybody else did, but now Sweden is where we are. They're doing what we're doing. So this is where I run into trouble with you, Steve, is that you you just move your ball from last week was, oh, Sweden's awesome. Now it's we suck. We should have done this. Next week it'll be a different thing. One of the things that we need to discuss, and it's a good point, Steve, is that were we so ridiculously over the top? Did 16 million people need to lose their jobs? Let's talk about it. 617-266-6868. More calls when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle on RKO. VB in the middle. WRKL. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.